I didn't tag you. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Radio Melee. And I want to say up top, thank you guys so much for a great season one here at uh, the Golden Guardians Melee YouTube channel. This is going to be the last week of content uh, for us for a little while, and then we're going to be back with season two in a little bit. But we're going to end this season with a bang here with the wonderful Toph. And of course, our uh, guest of honor here today is someone who really proved himself over the weekend. Um, That's right. Many energetic, enlightening, and uh, vigorous plays. Welcome to the show, too, Saint. How you feeling today? Welcome. <laughs> Not welcome. Uh, thank you for uh, having me on. Hey, absolutely, dude. Our pleasure. Dude, I got to say, uh, by the way, that is a fire shirt. I just got to get that out oh, of the way before, nice before we really, you know, just wanted to, while it's, while it's still top of mind. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, yeah. it was pretty exhausting. Not going to lie. But we made it through. It looked exhausting. It 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 looked like the kind of way I would like not want to qualify for summit because that looked <laughs> like it took years off your life. That looked so stressful. It definitely did, but honestly, I would have it no other way. It, it was fun. Yeah. It was it really was fun. Badass. It was yeah. you had a good time, man. That's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, right? I think you know. If you lose sight of what you started this whole journey with, you're having fun. You're trying to push yourself. Right. I think it might have been you, actually, if I remember correctly, that tweeted a while ago saying, why does this have to be a spiritual journey? I just want to play the game, man. But here you are <laughs> uh, having having a spiritual event uh, in Rollback Rumble, the big one last weekend. So that's kind of interesting how that already kind of turned around for you. huh? Oh, no, for sure. It definitely did feel like a oh, someone just like left the call. It definitely felt like a big spiritual event because I was definitely playing like spiritual tones or whatever for good luck mm -hmm. and i was definitely getting some crazy luck throughout the bracket like uh i kind of really? wish uh yeah so i showed on my stream last night that uh the way i beat fat goku um was just straight up pure luck like he kind of jumped off the stage three times wow yeah so i was like no way i've never beaten fat goku in my life either so that was just like insane to me that that kind of happened and then um, I didn't get to play Ginger, which is something I was actually very afraid about because Ginger is like definitely, I wouldn't say a wall for me, but he's probably the scariest person for me to play in that bracket besides Wizard. Really? Yeah. Really? So I didn't get to play him because of the lag with Army. Um, but that's, oh. yeah. Yeah, because they had like a laggy set or something like that. But army could beat ginger anyway but like that's just like a compounding factor yeah, yeah. to add to you know the chances of, you did know, you wait so I, I i actually i was i was curious about this you ended up having army in your bracket at one point right what was the the cause it was it was just too too, too laggy it was disturbingly laggy it was like okay so we connected at first um before bracket or whatever because we had to wait for stream right it was like 56 58 fps and i was just like ah man this is terrible oh, like 120 thing yeah so i was like yeah. this is horrible but you know i'll play it out I'll, I'll play it out and then uh by the time it got to like our time to play it was like 40 fps and then i was Ooh. like no, this oh is wow this is outplay unplayable i heard 40 but i wasn't oh, sure if that was an exaggeration 
No, Please. it was actually not an exaggeration. It, it started dipping down to 40, and I was like, yo, this is straight up unplayable. And Armin was like, no, we could still play on it. <laughs> no. I was like, no, I was like, dude, no, no, we can't. We no. can't. He said, I played on 20 before. It's fine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, man. Um, yeah, so when I said it was unplayable, the TOs uh, stepped in. It was like, you're double DQ. And I was like, whoa. Wow. I didn't even mean that for that to happen. I just want. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, but. Uh huh. Some luck that yeah. happened there. Um, yeah. And the also my my losers run was literally just my pound run. So. Oh really? It was the yeah. same players as 2 J. Um and Kadoran. And Kadoran, uh, yeah. And Kalamazoo uh, substitute for Gatsu. Sure. Uh, sure. Me and Gatsu, you also won game five, but uh, mm. nothing I haven't done. Before, so. We did commentate all of your matches, basically, didn't we, PP? Yeah. All the top eight matches. Yeah, all your top eight. We we did Keizu and we did Kadoran and S2J and Wizzy. Yeah, we watched. PP had a lot of. Uh, PP had a lot of. Well, I mean, we both we both had a lot of. Uh, what's the word? We were like terrified for you for some of the rests you were going for. I felt like yeah. some of those rests were not rests that I've ever seen anyone do. And I felt like some of them, I was like, oh, that could be some stuff that like, you know, people mm. people should start doing that more. And then some of the rests, I was like. Oh, that one worked, but uh, that one was sketchy. There was some crazy rest in there. What do you think about those? Before, um, right before you answer, if it's okay, I just want to let everyone know out there: exclamation radio hmm. melee in my chat and toast, so you can join yes. the Discord server, get in, and ask questions about the crazy rest or the crazy runs or what you expect to see from Summit or otherwise here. Yeah, you know, uh, two Saint generously volunteering his time. Please get in and ask whatever questions you think are valuable. Yeah. Uh, Please yeah. ask us questions. It's very easy. It's very easy. All you do, yeah, literally exclamation mark radio melee, join the Discord. You can just hang out. It's the Golden Guardians uh, Discord that we all hang out in. And um, uh, you'll see what other people are doing. There's there's a channel called Submit Topics here. It's super easy. It does not take very long. And uh, you will very likely get to talk to us just with your with your voice on the air, which is always a super fun time. And uh, as as I think this needs to be reiterated, it doesn't have to just be questions. It could also be hot takes. If you got some hot, spicy takes, we we want those. I actually almost want to say that that's what we're looking for is is your takes because I don't want just want to hear what you want to ask us. I want to hear what you think out there. Yes, you lovely viewer. So be sure to do that. Back to two saying talking about the rest. Uh, so sorry to interrupt yeah. you. I just wanted to make sure that we could let everyone. No, know. yeah, I, I was, yeah, we should, we should, we should. Oh, no, 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 yeah. I, I like it. I like it. But um, so about the rest, uh, I want to say right now that uh, I'm actually surprised that a lot of them missed. That is <laughs> something. <laughs> I was more annoyed at that part. Really? You did one where you threw, uh, was it Johnny into the corner of FOD? And then you like I ran over there it. and you just raw rested. <laughs> and I was like, oh. That should have hit. I don't know why that did not hit, but. It, it actually did look like it should have hit. It actually now, did look like it should have Let me ask hit. you this. I, I feel like I, I, I think there was another tournament. Was it your pound run that you, you, uh, were hitting a lot of the, you hit the same, uh, roll on S2J on game five at the end? Was it the same? Was that the same tournament? Um, watching you um, a lot at one tournament where you were hitting uh, rest similarly, and I think it might have been that one. But no, I I, I upaired rested him off the top platform to get him down to his last dog, and I think I just did like a back throw back air edge guard. Oh, okay, okay, to, fair enough. 
maybe that was a different time or something then. But I I remembered watching you when you went on a deep run at something a month or two ago, I believe. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking that I, I ended up having the same type of thought that your rest percentage was it almost felt like it was around 50%, but anytime you could get it a little bit above that with all the crazy stuff you're going for, it looked like you were unstoppable. And then Mm -hmm. if you, and then it, but then you would sometimes like miss two in a row. And then it felt like, Oh, why is he doing this at all? (laughs) But it it always kind of averaged to around 50. And it, and and I went back and thought about that tournament, uh, you know, yesterday. And I think, especially if we take out maybe even the, the, some of the whizzy ones, I think you know you're probably a bit of, you're probably batting a little bit above fifty percent there. Is that normal? Because you're saying some of those should have hit. Do you think that like do you think that's about where your percentage normally hovers? Do you think it's often a little bit higher? Why do you think that like that that tends to be the range? You just you just think it's worth it or what? So before I answer, I don't know how to really answer this, but I guess what I want to say about that is that like. I go for them because I think they're all, they're all going to hit. Like, I actually like, just trusted myself and my ability to hit these rests, like, 100% of the time. That's why I'm going for it. Um, they're not Hail Marys. That's what I want to, like, put out there. None, none of them are Hail Mary rests. These are, like, rests that I've specifically practiced, theorized about. Wow. You know, I go to Uncle Punch, you know. Oh, wow. I, yeah, so, my med- like, my Medify students, I-, I teach them this stuff all the time about, like, how a lot of moves in this game are just straight-up restable. Um, because mm-hmm. uh, of like four leaning hitboxes and stuff like that. Um, I like to treat rest like a revert, like a level three reversal super. Like if you know, like Dragon Ball Z jargon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like a revert. It's like a reversal or slash counter move. That's how I like to think about it. But it's not like a counter move, also because it's you could combo into it. It's it's weird. Yeah. But it's so that's how I I view rest in general. There's a lot of stuff you could do about it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, the way you would set it up on so, so many of those last stock scenarios, it yeah. didn't look like you were just hoping for it. Like, I could tell this was this was something where I'd say, oh, no, it looks like he's planned out how to do this. And someone yeah. could get scared right here and give him something. And he's saved this for the whole game or the whole set. No, I mean, it, it that to me didn't look like Hail Marys to me. There would be yeah. times where... There would be times, I mean, I've specifically called this out when you were playing against Wizzy, where you tried to, I mean, maybe you can speak to this, you tried to rest his back air, where his fist only kind of touched you, and you tried to rest that. That was crazy. And yeah. I was like, Does that even work? I wasn't, because, I mean, it didn't in that scenario, but that doesn't mean it doesn't, obviously. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. That's you know, about the forward-leaning hitbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy got a little bit closer. Wow. I always, you know, <laughs> I was, man. <laughs> I, I was always kind of enamored by uh, this aspect of the character Jigglypuff. I, I remember, like, when, um, I mean, there have been sets and there, there've kind of been little, uh, you know, periods in melee where people will be kind of doing these really interesting rests. I remember the first time I saw, I think it was like, I think it might have been Hungry Box. It might have been like Lamb Chops, Hungry Box, or something. The first time I saw Lamb uh, Lamb Chops get, he was trying to shield pressure. Jigglypuff hmm. was like down or shine, and then he just got rest out of his shield pressure. I was like, oh, no, oh, rest out of shield. Yeah, you know, you know, and that's a classic. I, one, actually. And I thought, I thought, I always thought that 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 aspect of Jigglypuff, because you know, if you miss the rest, you know, a lot of the time you die, or you, or it just sucks. And um, and and I think, uh, you know, part of why I really liked watching, I I, I think he kind of shed this identity. But I remember when Mango was even first coming on the scene as a Jigglypuff player back in the day, yeah. uh, like his thing was like, oh, this guy rests, this kid, this kid out of SoCal, he rests everything. 
he's just resting every. That was like his first thing that he was like known for was like he was like this rest tap, and then he kind of shed that identity, and then obviously he became space butt and all this stuff. But I remember thinking like, oh, he's he does some really kind of unique rest. Like he'd be he'd play against Hugo Samus, right? Mm-hmm. And rest everything. And then he wrote like, you know, he'd write on Smashboards this theory on the matchup. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Julie plus Samus, 100 0. You just rest everything Samus does. Everything Samus does, you just rest it. I was like, what's that even mean? But then I watch you play and I kinda I kinda get it, you know. So I, I always thought that was a neat aspect of the character. And I felt like as the years went on, there were periods where 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 Jigglypuff kind of got to no, be known as kind of a, you know, just like a really stable, really mm. uh safe kind of character. Obviously, you can play the ledge, you can do, you know, various mm. sorts of defensive playstyles. But I always thought that aspect of Jigglypuff was really cool, and it made me happy to watch you play this weekend and see you kind of bring that back to the forefront. Mm. That's how uh, that's how I felt. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm like like a little lost for words for a little bit. Uh, no, well, I can put it. I can put it in the form of a question if you'd like. Oh yeah, yeah. please yeah. do. Okay. Um, how do you consider Puff as a character? Like Puff as a character? Oh, that's oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good question for Peepee. Thank you. That's a good uh, question. <laughs> well, well, while think... you take a moment to think on that, I think after this, we'll try to bring some callers in. I know we have a lot, of people, I, a lot of people waiting yeah. now. Yeah, I, I, I do I, want to I'm hear just your fascinated. I'm fascinated by the, the concept of like, I think Melee is a game where I feel like the characters have very strong identities. You know, like certain, mm. it's almost like certain types of people are drawn to certain characters, you know? Yeah. And I, I just think the concept of like the identity of a character or the, mm. yeah, the, the way that a character like or the mains of a character you think about the game i think that's a very yeah. fascinating concept i really the, do but anyway think about like identities about characters of uh, melee though to me i feel like every single character can like literally be their identities just kind of change with whoever's playing them right like everyone true. has no, their super own true. yeah like your personality mm-hmm. just kind of shines through through your like playstyle, and that's why a lot of people will say that oh you know i could watch a match without the player cams and i could tell exactly who it is tell who the players are yeah and a lot of people say that you can't do that, but I'm a firm believer, like, no, you definitely can. Oh, you totally can. You totally can. You totally can. Yeah. Oh, wow, we even tried it. There's a video. This is, you'd have to go find it on YouTube somewhere, but it's like, they, someone made this for Falco and they made it for Falcon. And it was like, guess who the player is. Here's some tournament footage of this player with no names. And I think they also made the videos grayscale, black and white. Because, mm. you know, it's, kinda, it's, like, it's like, oh, it's even a, better. It's a, Green Falcon must be sounds whatever, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know we I think on stream one time I did this and we watched we got almost all of them right for for the, you know F- Falcon Falcon and uh, yeah so, so you definitely you definitely can you definitely can anyway to answer PP's question about what I think about like Jigglypuff as a character where she fits in like a character slot if I really had to you know put my finger on it I'd say grappler esque. Very grappler-esque, because, you know, she puts the fear into people's hearts, and you're really trying to just condition your opponent to do what you want the entire time. And then, you know, you, you get the thing, and then you, uh, you kill off it. But with the inclusion of, of, like, rest setups and stuff, which is something I've been trying to push as of late, because, you know, the advancements in Melee kind of allow for this, to, this type of practice that I can do now. Where I can like just go into Uncle Punch and actually practice these things, and it's a lot easier to do instead of like going to a tournament every single week. Mm-hmm. And just it's like a different uh, form of practice. But uh, yeah. so I don't really know where she fits now in that aspect with rest. But it almost like, sounds like it's evolving for you. With- yeah, 
Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see where she's going to be in a year. But I will say that's really uh, firm in place is that she's probably the only character in the game that can like choose to play the game, if that makes sense. Like every single neutral interaction is kind of based on if I want it to happen. I right. Like. I mean, there were, right. man, I, I really wanted to, this was the change of pace we were, I was pointing out a lot yesterday, how you yeah. would take a little bit, especially if things weren't going your way, take a little bit of time, and then you would even slow it down after that. Even if you weren't using a bunch of jumps, you would just wave dash back a little bit more. And I think that's like, you can do that with other characters to an extent, but Puff mm-hmm. can do that to a much greater extent. So yeah, Puff can, Puff can kind of deny the game more if she wants, but I think something that was really unique about you is that not only are you willing to play a little safer, but you're also willing to go absolutely bananas, ham, and cheese <laughs> yeah. sandwiches if you want to. Exactly. That's that's what I love about the character. You, you literally, you could just do that. And yeah. no one else, really. So I love that about her. Dope. Get you a no. man who can do both. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. Sure. That's what they say. All right. Well, yeah. on that note, it'd probably be good to bring our first caller in. But thank you for the answer, too, Saint. Yeah, definitely. All right. Who do we have here? Looks like... Uh, what's oh, we got some dope questions this week. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling in from, gamer? Hey, hello. Good evening, at least for me. Um, uh, I go by Downgrade Falco, and I'm calling in from Germany. Oh, I, shout out. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out to Germany. <laughs> I think I'm the first yeah, I'm, caller. I'm part German. Germany, actually. I don't know. You are so. the first German caller. Congratulations. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I've, I'm a dog kid, obviously. Who who would have who thought? And mm. uh, I play since... I, I, I play seriously since Sleepy, is, uh, came, Sleepy came out. Mm. So basically like a year now. Okay. And although my name is downgrade falco i actually switched to chic like a lot of people do Okay. yeah my question is a kind of general one um it's like who should we look out for as emerging players and how do you guys think is the top 50 rankings gonna look like uh the guy to my right on the screen is probably someone to look out for i would imagine (laughs) yeah i had that seems like he's on an upward trajectory that's what well, it looks like for sure. Me. Yeah, off oh, of I both would... throwback Roma and pound. Mm. And gommel, yeah. yeah. and gommel. Did you also do really good at gommel? And, and Ginger's power gold. I can only remember. <laughs> I, I can remember one tournament, two tournaments max. Uh, but, Same here, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to keep it all straight in my mind, but um, oh, this is a good question. We should okay. Saying... Wait, wait. Um, we should we should each like pick someone and talk about them. Sure. I'm down. So is this only someone that's around top 50 uh, downgrade Falco who plays Sheik? Or is what, what are we looking for here again? Nah, it's like, um, obviously, the standings are a bit outdated. Mm. And with like uh, the online era going on and some people not really participating in tournaments and stuff, it's like maybe some players look a bit like washed or some players look a little bit uh, better in online games as maybe they look in tournament uh, offline. So maybe there are some players uh, you personally have that are like uh, maybe not in the spotlight yet and maybe like are uh, lingering in the shadows to just snack the top 50 away once offline tournaments are back. Okay. 
I actually just pulled up the uh, the MPGR 2019, and I'm looking at. And you know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of the people that would fall off the top 50, it's not even that they are much worse. I just feel like they might be less active, or they're entering fewer tournaments. Yeah. There's also some names where I'm just looking at their ranking. I'm like, nah, this person's way higher now. Like Kalamazoo is currently ranked 57. Yeah. No way, Kalamazoo stays ranked number 57. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, to me is crazy because uh, I was talking about this. This okay, this is the first one I'm going to shout out. This is Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo currently ranked 57th on the MPGR 2019. Uh, so. He moved to NorCal, right? We were roommates for a year. He went to work at Google. And every other Melee player that went to Google retired. So Moose, great Falco player from the Midwest, came to NorCal, went to work at Google, stopped playing Melee. I think he goes rock climbing with his roommates now. Fruit Loop, great Falco player. Just the Falco players. Fruit Loop, another great Falco player from the Midwest, also plays Fox. Moved to NorCal, got a job at Google, stopped playing. And I was like, Kalamazoo is going to be the latest in a long line of melee players who get a job at Google and stop playing. And I, for a while, it didn't seem like he was like practicing much. You know, he, he was social. We would go, I'd go, I'd see him more at social things than at tournaments or whatever. And then COVID started. And I, I didn't think Kalamazoo was playing much at all. Like I, I, you know, I'm from NorCal, right? I, I go to local, I was going to WNF every week. I never saw Kezu going to locals. I'd, ne- I'd never see him. Right. And I was like, is he even playing much anymore? Like, Armada had quit at this point because it's 2019. Mm. Uh, there used to be, you know, he used to be Mango's peach practice. They would always net play, play Fox Peach, Falco Peach. Mango didn't need peach practice anymore, so Mango stopped hitting up Keizu. I was like, that's it. Keizu's out of the game. He's not playing much anymore. And then COVID starts, and he's starting to put up. He's beating, he's beating all kinds. I couldn't give you the, the full. I, the, I remember the set where I was the most impressed was Tim versus Hbox, and I was like, oh, my God, this set is went to game five, last hit. Um, and he's been putting up, like, top eight performances, you know, a lot of ninth place, seventh place, fifth place finishes at these online majors. And I was like, bro, like, what, what happened? What is Kyle, like, what are they putting in, in the food down in South Bay or whatever? Like, what is going on that he is out of nowhere just putting up these crazy performances, like, really reliably? So I think he's going to go up. I think he's going to be, like, top 25, maybe top 20. Just based yeah. off result, recent results. I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't know. Really I don't good. Know he's, in, he's insane. You guys had a great set. I thought that was a phenomenal that's, set. That's I, guys, very I got lucky. with with what man how many times did he nair your shield and then you pinged him across the screen man oh not even that not that far that's that's some that's old stuff but (laughs) (laughs) when i grabbed the ledge on fountain of dreams and he died like he got oh yeah well i think it's a bit of an outplay right because he might have thought you were going to come down with forwarder so he wanted to rise up first because he waited until a little bit after you grabbed the edge before he did the fb so i feel like He was looking for that. So, I mean, even though you did just grab the edge and then press the trigger button, I mean, I think there was a little more going on there, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe. I, I honestly was like, ah, I, I should just try to grab the ledge. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. I didn't know he was just immediately up B. Yeah, it, it could be hard to tell. That's fair. Um, who, do you, uh, who do you have, or do you want more time to think I can answer? Because Toph gave me plenty of time with his. Uh, you can answer. I got to think about it a little bit. Okay. So, my, I think I, I was struggling a little bit at first, and then I kind of wanted... Uh, I, I'm not going to go based on the old rankings. I'm just going to kind of go on typical perception. I have two people. I think Cobol, depending on how much he wants to play, is someone that could surprise people, because I think he just hasn't oh. been playing for a while. And I, don't, and I think there are various reasons for that. I don't really know if online is one of them, but 
I think when he does show up, he often still surprises people a lot. So I think for sure he's going to be someone that does that. But another person who's really, I think in the past, I don't even know if it's been a month, maybe just a couple of weeks that started taking names and surprising people has been uh, Mog, the uh, mm-hmm. Pete from, from Virginia, I think. Um, had a lot of had a back and forth salty sweet type stuff over the <laughs> rollback rumble with Magi uh, that were that yeah. had a lot of fun commentating and I mean Magi is obviously very good and then you know Mog was still putting up good results otherwise so I think Mog's improving a lot so I think kind of I think we're having you know a bit of a, a bit of a peach revolution here with Kezu being Tove's answer and then Mog being part of mine I mean you know it's an interesting time to uh, play Peach and it seems like they're coming out of the uh, post Armada slump which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it's a good answer I, as well. I think I have my answer. Um, I don't. Know, I don't think a lot of people know know this person, but I think he's gonna, you know, come out the the gate swinging when uh start things start to click for him. Uh, you may have seen him in like Twitch chat a lot of time. His name is Sika. Um, yeah, I, the Marth. Yeah, I, I'm Marth. starting to believe he is like getting there in terms of like having top player as you know gameplay conditioning slash uh play style not play style what's the word um game plans that's what i wanted to say like having like top level game plans and like going for like percent based stuff you know crouch canceling everything into a grab and then converting into pivot tipper just like mm. very clean gameplay I'm, I'm starting to see from him and he plays with me a lot he plays with moki a lot um so those are definitely two matchups you definitely want to be, yeah, like good at in this meta. Oh yeah. So I, I see him uh, pulling something off soon. Yeah, I like that. I like that the answer there is someone that you know has the upward trajectory, but we're not gonna maybe see it for a little bit. And so I kind of mm-hmm. like that, you know we can kind of revisit that later. We can you can come back and hit us with the I told you so. So that's that's a good one. Yeah, Sika, uh Sika is definitely a Twitch chat crowd favorite. I feel like I did not see nearly as much support for any other player than I did for Sika in the um uh what was there was there was some event recently that he was playing in and and people were going buckle off for Sika in the chat. Because the thing about Sika is he's always in Twitch chat. He's yeah, probably in Twitch chat right now. He's a tw- he's a legendary stream monster. Uh he's actually yeah, he is in Twitch chat right now. There you go. And um yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Uh, there went Tuesday and he's gone. Yeah, we'll, as, we'll, as, see, we'll see if we can get him back. Uh, but in the he's meantime... Lost, he's also gone from the Discord. Oh, dear. Uh, well, in the meantime, uh, downgrade Falco who plays Sheik. Did, how, how did that answer your question? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, you, you guys basically covered the, the things I would uh, I would have thought about. Like, uh, PP, uh, I, I personally had, like, uh, Cobol uh, 2. Or like uh, being up on the rise and uh, i think there are a few more names but um yeah maybe if i can do a, a quick follow-up if that's okay sure yeah do you have any if you have any yeah. opinions of your own no not not like not like that more of like a, a quick like one take gut feeling who's the number one right now oh, oh interesting total different thing i mean yeah uh... it, it, it is i'm sorry <laughs> hello, hello can anyone hear me yeah, we can. Hey, you're back. You. Nice. Um, if you can get your cam set up back with uh, OBS yeah, sure. and again. Oh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that, get yeah, get yeah, a yeah. link again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gut check right now. Number one, huh? Yeah. Man. 
Pippi, you go first. Uh, I'm going to say Zane because it seems like Leffen got really demotivated. And I feel like, I think Leffen, for me, feels like, you know, the other primary uh, contender that's not Mango right now, who I think Zane is up on solidly yeah. at the moment. So I, I don't really have an issue saying Zane. I mean, he's just been fairly consistent. Of course, I do want to really see what this is like at Summit. But I mean, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking, feeling all that good stuff. Yeah, Zayn would be my easy answer for, uh, I mean, it just feels like the big, and he also, the thing about Zayn is it feels like he steps it up uh, when, when it really matters. Like, I feel like when I watch him play these, like, long, friendly sessions with people, I almost feel like I can, I feel like when I watch him, it looks like he's playing to learn. And then, yeah. and then the guy he's playing is always playing to win, because they want to feel good by beating Zayn in these friendlies. And then I watch him in, like, I don't know, Octagon 2, for example. And I feel like he turns the Jets on and he starts playing to win. And then, and then it's like, he just beats the brakes off people. Right. So I feel like with Zayn versus these other top players, I'll be watching him and I'll be like, man, yeah, this guy's doing really good when they play these net play friendlies or whatever, having a good time. But then the serious mode grand final Zayn always like kind of brings some new stuff to the table. Mm. Um, do want to shout out Leffen though. I will say Leffen... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not going to get to see him at Summit, so maybe it's not even worth talking about right now. But I, I'll give a hot take here. I don't think he's demotivated. I think that, okay. if anything, I think he's going to be more fiery uh, in, you know, a couple months or whenever he gets to actually start getting vaccinated and, and actually come out to um, big majors. I, I, I expect to see him uh, angry. And, nope. and yeah, that, I, I mean, you know, he said he was demotivated on Twitter, but he's, He's tweeting as much as he ever is. So, (laughs) you know, it's one thing to be like, man, fuck this, man. Stupid melee. Like, I can't enter these tournaments, blah, blah, blah. But if he's saying that, that it means he clearly still cares. So um, I I think he's going to come back like a rabid animal when when he Mm. is given the opportunity to. But I mean, you know, whatever. Sure. Obviously, it's all speculation. You got a what up, Tuesday? Welcome yeah. back. You got a you got an idea. You got an idea of who you would say just as a gut feeling might be number one right now. It's obviously Zane. Like, What's his name? I, I think it's just not even like, yeah. yeah. I think he's gonna have like a reign of dominance actually um, for probably I, two and a half years. I can see that. <laughs> the only thing that really holds him back is like his hands. Like he has hand problems sometimes. Oh yeah, that is true. So I guess I guess we'll see if if hands or axe or sheik or falcon or anything can or mango or anything can stop him uh this coming week or two saint um yeah so i will figure that out but uh thank you for calling in um downgrade falco who plays sheik do you have any uh shout outs for us on your way out today yeah thanks for having me it's uh, the first time calling in obviously but uh, i really uh, like the format of the show I think it's uh, very underrated in esports in general because, like, there's Twitter for exchange, but Twitter isn't really the uh, platform for, let's say, uh, mature discourse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it it can really uh, be a pain to to really uh, have a good conversation. And I think like a call-in show is very good. So, shoutouts to you guys and shoutouts to GG Media. And uh, yeah, have a good evening. I wish uh, two Saint good luck in the upcoming week. Thank and, you. Yeah, have a good have a good day and have a good show. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate that. Downgrade Falco. That's the Germany again. 
Finally got to meet Nikki uh, a couple years ago at Air, and now it's super cool seeing Nikki, another German smasher, do really well. It's also been really cool seeing Ice return, right? I think it felt like Ice for a long time, you know, top German player mm -hmm. who's kind of out of it for a while, and now it seems like he's playing and entering stuff and doing really well again. Can't wait to see him back at uh, American tournaments. Always really liked Ice. Thought he was a really classy guy. Mm -hmm. Love his stream music that he plays. I in. do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the Germans, they got the good... They yeah. got the good, uh, <laughs> good tunes. Yeah. Got the vibe. Good tunes. But we're ready to bring our next caller in. Uh, we got Quest on the line. Quest, what's up, dude? Where are you calling in from? Yo, what's up? I'm Quest. I'm calling in from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, been, uh, been to some so big tournaments there. I don't remember what they were called, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your question for us today, Quest? Uh, so I was curious because Two Saint has a very, I guess you could call it aggressive style of puff. Um, and I was wondering where does Two Saints uh, puff have a place in the meta right now? And also, is it possible for him to continue climbing with this aggressive puff without becoming more defensive like HBox? Sure. Uh, well, Toussaint, probably the most qualified to answer this question. Yeah. And, and uh, so take it away, gamer. Um, I, I, I don't even think I play that aggressive. Um, I think I just kind of do what's necessary, uh, in, in my opinion. Like, if I feel like I have to play a little bit more def I, defensive, then I'll just do that. If my opponent is getting overran by aggression, I'm going to just do that. So I, I, I don't know... Wait, wait, what the question, like, how to really answer that. I can ask it a little bit differently, or at least the other part of it. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel like as you get better, you have to become more defensive? Have you had to do that to get to where you are now? Because that's kind of, I think that's a concern some people have about mm -hmm. where you're, what your trajectory is going to be like. I think it, I think it flip-flops. It's like, I go defensive, and then I get really, I get, I just get better. So then I become better than my opponent, and then I tend to just overrun them with aggression. And then I play against someone that's better than me, and then I have to play more defensive. And then I end up learning their kinks, you know, all their little habits, and then I get to play more aggressive. So I really just think it comes with the knowledge that I, I have about who I'm playing against rather than, like, the meta, per se. Because when I play against Zane, right, or something like that. I could just go in because I know everything he's gonna do. But if I didn't know anything he was gonna do, I would have to, you know, test the waters right and play a little bit more defensive because he's better than me. And that's that's what I tend to do. Like against SJ, the first time I ever played him uh, at you know Ginger's Pot of Gold, I had to play a little more testy the waters because I don't want to just run in, get dinked, don't know why I got dinked, and then <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Uh, I like to think of it as playing smart rather than aggressive, defensive. It's just whatever matters for the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's also probably important to point out that when you're playing defensive, it's not just, you're not just waiting necessarily. You might still yeah. be faking, you might still be playing defense, like mm -hmm. acting like you're going to go in, or you might be playing defense in different ways to see if you can draw mm -hmm. them to you. I mean, there there are ways to play defense that are that are going to be different than just than just trying to frustrate your opponent, trying to make things take as long as possible. And so it, it kind of sounds to me like you're thinking about defense like that, but you're also thinking about it 
um, as a way to get information. So it, honestly, the more experience you get against playing against these players, which Summit's going to help with, it almost sounds like the more you're going to be switching up your style and actually doing more aggressive things because you're going to learn how everyone plays. Exactly, yeah. Well, that's a that's a pretty inspiring and I think for many of the fans that love aggression, comforting answer. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say about that, Tove. I think uh, no, that sounds about right. I think uh, being people, I, I, yeah, I guess aggressive is is a, is kind of a loaded word in melee, you know. Yeah. And um, there's it's such a sliding scale in terms of like pure non-interactive play to like pure looking for engagements whenever possible. Um, but yeah, I do think that being at least being able to scrap is you know ultimately really important and. Uh, yeah. Like, Toussaint absolutely just would not have gotten the success he had this weekend and in recent weeks if he wasn't able to represent that kind of active style of play. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Julie Buff is ultimately a character that, like, I mean, she's weird because her weaknesses are, like, different than some of the other top tiers. Like, like her out-of-shield game is kind of mediocre. You know, like, she's got slow jump squat, all this stuff. But at the same time... Uh, yeah, she's got some real strengths that, that, you know, she can do some pretty crazy stuff when she's on top of you. So, yeah, I think you at least want to be able to do it to, cause, cause, yeah. you know, if you, if you know your opponent can't, then you can just kind of disrespect them in some ways. But yeah. I will say though, I, I'm definitely more comfortable being the person like, I, I guess, aggressing my opponent rather than like playing on the defensive. Cause that's, I definitely shine more where I'm just in someone's face, you know, and I'm getting right. Why, why like, do you feel that is? Because I'm hitting them. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. Before you hit them when you're going after them, you still feel comfortable with that, right? Like the before part? Yeah, like no. so you're still moving towards them. You're still you're still applying pressure in some way. Do you still hmm. prefer that as opposed to waiting? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. Okay, so why is that? Because I feel like... I, again, I'm getting information about them. I'm not really getting information across the stage. You know, okay. you know what I mean? I'm not okay. beating my opponent. I'm just right. across the stage. <laughs> okay. Nothing's really happening. So, yeah, it seems like you prefer interacting with the opponent. You prefer trying to get the information in real time, making mm -hmm. things happen up close. So, yeah, I mean, so even even then, it sounds like the defense is just a, is just a way for you to get more information for you to play your offense. And so exactly. so people don't have to really worry about you you camping people out uh long term i mean maybe i guess yeah. there's always that possibility where like there's some strategy and you're just like i am there i just don't know what i'm going to do about the way someone's doing this and so i have to take a lot of time or i have to play safer and maybe you end up making that choice i don't know but it sounds like for the majority of your sets against the vast majority of top players it seems like that is not your intent and it doesn't seem like that has been your intent and it's not what you've been doing yeah pretty much it's just I yeah. just play to whatever I have to really do to win. Sure. Yeah. I have a question for you, actually. Maybe this is pivoting the question a little bit from Quest. So, Quest, I'm sorry if you feel like this is... Uh, hopefully hopefully you feel like this is at least tangentially related. Tuesday, what do you think about... Because this is a player that I think people were really kind of big on right up until the start of COVID. And then I think we kind of stopped hearing about this player. What do you think about Michael? And oh Jim. man, I was as soon as you started framing it, I was like, "Oh, is he really going to ask?" This is I want to hear the answer to this question. I want to hear the answer to this. Yeah, I, I'm love, I actually love playing against Michael. Um, not gonna lie. How much have you guys played? 
We played a lot. Uh, I recently got my first right. set win out over him not too long ago. Hmm. Oh, nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, he used to beat me on Smash Ladder all the time. I was, I was mm, He was uh, a Smash Ladder legend. Yeah, for Smash some reason. Legend. Uh, I think he sucks against Fox. That's literally it. But um, everything else, he's pretty. He's pretty well rounded, I'd say. Um, he definitely leans more into. He's actually just. I, I'd say the opposite of me, where he would choose more defensive play over oh. like offensive play. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. In terms of where he's comfortable in, I'm more comfortable being in someone's face. He's more comfortable being over there. Do, when you watch him, do you feel frustrated? No. Like, why don't Why don't you just go get him? What are you doing over there? <laughs> You're not getting any information. You're across the stage. <laughs> no, not really, because I understand what he's uh, going for. Because mm -hmm. if if you're known already as the defensive puff, you know this is going to lead into a lot of other factors that's going to go into the set, right? Your opponent's going to already be like, "Oh, I gotta camp him out too because he's going to camp me out." So, <laughs> so it leads into a whole bunch of different factors. Like people think I'm the aggressive puff, so like they're gonna like go for more with punish uh esque playstyle hmm. you know what i mean like they're gonna yeah. try and dash dance me out right they're gonna assume that you're you're gonna swing that you're gonna fight and so exactly yeah i i actually thought that was really cool it's cool that to hear you talk about this because you know we were we were uh on the commentary right you know the yesterday i almost said the other day yesterday uh we were talking about um you're yeah you're using almost the way the opponent like perceives the way you're playing to like to to your advantage because mm -hmm. you would be you know it'd be like close quarters close quarters for like a good chunk of time against players like Kadoran or Keizu mm -hmm. and then you kind of back off and you play really slow really you know kind of away from the opponent for like a little while and they they almost like it it felt watching like they almost didn't realize you flipped the switch kind yeah of. like you were doing that intentionally off, off, off we had no way of knowing because we're just kind of watching and speculating, but... 100%, 100%. Mm -hmm. It's all part of the plan, conditioning. All, that all stuff. part of the plan. Okay, so that's, that's interesting like, because before you said, yeah, I do this to get more information, but now you're saying, no, I do this to mess with people and they're not ready for it. Yeah, that's the whole part of the plan. Uh, okay, all right. Those things feed in, I think those things feed into each other, right? Yeah, because things are not like, binary, right? It's not like an equation, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like, oh, this happens, so this happens. Yeah. You can do both. You can do I both. Just, I just your reasoning behind it, I think, is more fleshed out now for the for the people yeah, at home, yeah. which is good. That's cool. I think that I think that's strong because now if you're playing a bunch of if 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 you could switch at any time, it makes you much harder to prepare for, right? Well, yeah. And even even if someone says, okay, well now he's going to do this switch up. I mean, then when do you switch back, or how do you switch right. back, or or how do you play safe? You know, like it, it becomes much more challenging for people who are maybe used to just keeping one rhythm for a lot of the set. So I think that, yeah. I think that's, a, that's a powerful asset. I think a really good example that I could just lay out now that, cause I'm probably not going to use it again against Kadorn. Yeah. Is yeah. uh so for example, in our set, I think, yeah, this is our sets in general. I started spamming pound, right. When he was like kind of underneath the platform mm. and I was literally spamming it for the sole reason that, I want to put into his head that he cannot like force mash here or like jump and fair me. He is going to have to dash away uh, here because mm. I'm going to do it, and he was and he'll end up deeper into the corner. Um, ah. Oh wow! Yeah, so like that. That's you the type of stuff I like to do. Yeah, right. Almost like, dude. You know who I was multi game this? conditioning. Mm -hmm. PP, you're gonna love this. I was watching the crew battle with the mid. By the way, the Midwest, uh, the crew battle champions, the Midwest. Okay. Mm. And I was watching their crew battle versus um, 
I think it was Florida. Yeah, Florida. And Dreffen, it's Dreffen versus Crudo. And Dreffen starts off, and he play, I've never seen any Sheik do this. He's playing Sheik, Sheik Ditto. And he jumps up, and he does double jump, and he does downer, and he fast falls. No. And then he jumps up, and he does a downer, and he, and he does this like five times. He keeps double jumping it all as high as possible, and then he downers, and then he's trying to change up how he drifts or whatever, or he land on the platform. Dreffen. Right, but he would usually like, he would like, mix up how he times the fastball and he double jump down around the platform put his shield up double jump down around the platform put his shield up did it like five times six times and the commentator's like what is, what is this neutral like what does he do and got then finally who got to he does that too. got to dude okay yeah and then and then and then and then Crudo's like all right enough of this i'm gonna get under him I'm, he's gonna do this unsafe doubter and i'm gonna shield grab him so he gets under him puts his shield up and Trevor does double jump Empty lad grab and shake grabs him and kills him. And I was like, that is so dreffin. Like, he he just super telegraphs, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going for. And oh then the opponent's my. like, dude, this is what is this nonsense? Like, I'm just gonna do the thing that counters it. And then he's like, nope. And it was like so stupid, but it was like also so big brain. Four D chest. Uh it is 40 chess, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the extreme. That's like an extreme version of I think what you were just talking about. Or <laughs> you're almost doing it. You don't even really want to hit him. In fact, you'll be okay getting hit once or twice going for it. But you right. want to like really make it clear, like, hey, you gotta watch for this. Yeah. Option. You gotta play around it. You know. Because like even consciously, like you're gonna subconsciously just think about that, right? And then yeah, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's what I want. It was crazy. <laughs> That's, and I think it's, stuff. isn't it? It's like so. It's almost like underappreciated melee. I feel like I feel like we talk about all the technology, the technology that people bring to the table all the time. We don't talk about, you know, con conditioning and this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you versus tech skill. Ah, you're a man of culture as well. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Thank you, uh, Quest. Uh, does that does that answer your question? We could go for a little bit on that. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Do you have any shout outs for us on your way out today? Oh, yeah. Uh, shout outs to my rivals, Sislo, Throck, and Exter that live on like the other side of the country, which sucks. Good luck to them. Uh, shout outs to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, oh, K yeah. oh, I'm yeah. K Casual in the chat. I stream sometimes, but not often. Yep. Uh, shout outs to. Uh, the Ludwig pre-chat uh, melee players. <laughs> I will out myself as uh, Ludbud, nice, I guess. Nice. Good old. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Ludbud too. It's chill. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice rest of your day. You too. I like they had rivals. Yeah, they had three yeah. of them. That's three. So many rivals. <laughs> what are you going to do with three I rivals? The, I think the later Pokemon games, you get more than one rival. I think the new ones, you get uh, at least two rivals. Yeah. Three, you know? They're your friends. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, kind they're of your friends. Like, well, let's, let's both try hard together. And I'm like, uh, I, know, yeah. I remember Gary was like, smell you later. And he and then the other Gary used to a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. The guy the in the next are... game was like kicking you and like he, you, you fell through a hole and he was like, oh, yeah, one of them was literally just a Pokemon number. Yeah, one of them. I remember one generation. It might have been gold. It might Jodo, have been, yeah. Jodo. Yeah. yeah, Jodo. Jodo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that guy actually did some like illegal stuff, as I remember. I was like, he wow, this guy's stole the Pokemon. Just, just All right, well, let's not yeah. get him in trouble. We should probably go on to our next caller <laughs> so we don't get anyone in trouble. Uh, yeah.
And we're bringing in Big Bagel. Oh, this is a wonderful name. Hello, how's it going? Where are you calling in from? Hi, um, I'm calling from in from uh, Tustin, Orange County. Dope, dope. What's your uh, question for us today, Big Bagel? Yeah. <laughs> so um, with Mango and Zane being the top competitors, we've seen the Falco and Marth meta get pushed like way further than ever before with Mango like semi-consistently zero to deathing Marth on FD. Um, PP, did you ever anticipate this level of like Falco comboing with all the insane DI mix-ups and optimizations? And if so, did you do you think this can be extended to other matchups? And then for Two Saint, um, do you think this level of combo game will be able will ever be doable for the Puff matchup, except for like Yoshi's because you can semi consistently zero to death? Or do you guys think there's an upper limit to comboing floaties as Falco? Um, specifically as Falco. Yeah, yeah specifically this... as Falco. Sure. If you can tell, I'm a Falco main. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Falco mains are welcome here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can go first unless you have, unless you'd like to go first too, Saint. I actually have something to say. All right, go yeah. ahead. Toe. It'll be we quick. Go for it, man. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think a lot of people kind of associate those really long Falco, like, downer shines and the little optimizations with, like, hitting with the weaker downer at the higher percents so that you can keep getting shines. I think people kind of associate that with Mango these days with the Mango Zane sets. But I remember the first time I saw that was at Zenith 2013 with PP, maybe it was 2012, with PPMD, sorry, Dr. PP versus uh, Mutu King. Remember that? And I was like, dude, what? I didn't know you could combo Marth like that. That's crazy. I thought you would do like one or two and then you got up tilt or something. But you kept shining him. Yeah, you can. So yeah, you were so onto I, this. You figured I, this one out a while ago. Yeah, I, I know some things about this, yes. And I, I'm... There are a lot of things that I could say here, but I think one of I think what I'll say is that I'm not sure Mango is zero to death thing Zane all the time. I that would be very I think that would be very very good for Mango. I think it'd be very hard for Zane to beat him if Mango every time he was touching him was killing him. But uh, that's not really the melee world we live in, at least not yet. And I think a big part of that is just because at zero percent when you hit Marth, even with a down air shine. His percent makes it such that you can't get a true follow-up, even if he's regular DIing, let alone SDIing the following down air you're about to hit him with. So that alone makes it pretty hard. But hmm. so you can go a little bit, you can extend that and say, okay, well, if you hit him with like 20 and you do a down air shine, can you kill him then? And kind of, you kind of can, but there are things like slide offs on platforms. There are certain STIs that make it hard. Sometimes the Marth will just go off the stage and then it becomes about edge guarding and not about comboing. Sometimes the Marth will just go high and they'll just STI up all the time. And then you you literally cannot combo. You have to start back airing him or something. Is that still a combo? Kind of, but it's kind of weird. So, and this is, you know, leaving a, 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 some nuance out, but... Um, I do think I do think there are things that can go further. I think particularly, um, I think the ability to juggle Marth further with back airs in the situation I talked about very important. I also think the edge guard very very important, and that would be great, right? Like imagine instead of Mango opting for just comboing more, he instead opts to push Zane off the stage a little more because he's like, oh well, why would I do these longer combos? I could just get a kill. But I think Zane or uh, I guess Zane's recovery has become good enough, and. Um, uh, the Falco edge guard on Marth maybe hasn't been optimized enough or, you know, however we'd like to say this, maybe Falco, if you'd like to think of it this way, you can say Falco cannot edge guard Marth well enough, whatever you want to say. But I think it makes it hard 
um, hard pressed for the combos to be finished a lot of the time if Zane has multiple options to make it back on the stage. Even if he got B's on the stage, he could slide off to edge, even above 100. He, you know, lots of things, he could arms attack, lots of things that can be done there. So, mm-hmm. um, do I think it'd be pushed farther? Yes, if, if only because of the edge guarding. But I think there is more that can be done. I think we could probably find more ways to optimize like the very low percent. I think the better Falco gets at getting people out of the very low percent, even if it requires like something like a read, I think it's worth it. And I'm sure Tucson could probably empathize with this uh, because that gets you because that gets you to the place where Falco can just go nuts. Once you hit like 35, 40 percent, you just go ham with Falco a lot of the time. And then that's just combo city. So that's where he wants to get you. But it can be hard to get people there. So um you know, in other matchups, I think, and I think Puff being able to SDI now, and I think her having a little bit more options against even Falco's up throw makes it a little bit harder for Falco. But there are things like the forward throw, back throw mix-up that make it a little bit easier for him to do some things. Certainly be curious to see what Toussaint thinks about that. If he, know, if he knows about that, there was the shy post a little while ago. Um, I remember um, that. But yeah, I... I've talked about it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Mango has done plenty to to push a lot of the combo game, bring up a lot of things, but um, I do think, I do think there's more that can be done, but will it ever be perfect zero to deaths all the time? I doubt it just because SDI and slide off are so good. I want to iterate uh, what you were, uh, not iterate, but piggyback what you're talking about, the edge guarding part. Mm. Um, I feel like that's something that, that gets looked over a lot when uh, playing against Marf. I think uh, that needs to be worked on the most, not really just the yeah. combo game. It's, I feel like the edge guarding part is what's really setting people back. In, yeah, imagine uh, you just grab Marth by the edge at 10, and you're like, oh, guess what? You have to be scared now. Right, right. But that doesn't seem to, you know, be the case. And uh, as soon as that gets, like, worked on a lot uh, more, I'd say that uh, Marf will be uh, a little bit less scary people yeah and uh falco versus puff i think the the problem for falco is that all his throws like result like use his uh his lasers right besides forward throw and that's just a big problem that means that you could just sdi the lasers and you can get a rest uh for most of the combos like up air i mean not up air up throw i know you can rest it uh down throw you can rest it yeah back throw i can't believe i can't believe you go for throws (laughs) wait are you good wait 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 you mean so what you want to do is you want to SDI the back throw like down and in towards Falco. So if he tries to go for a combo, you just rest him as he's trying to go for you. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, you could you could probably do that. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I said you probably could do that. I, oh I haven't mapped it out. I usually oh, get down thrown or something like that or up thrown. That's mad but, funny. But up thrown, I've already been resting Mango off his up throw. So I would really? love to see clips of that. I would love to see that. Yeah, I think uh, in our last session, I I got like two in a session. Out out of wow. how many? How many attempts? He stopped doing them. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you have any comments on the forward throw back throw mix up that Shy posted, or do you think if back throw is ever used, it's just not useful because you can always react to it in time? Which I'm a little surprised about, given how light puff is. The forward throw back throw mix up. Do you know about it? If not, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I, I I know about it. But it's just like just react. Okay, I'm, so you think you can just react? Um, yeah. What if Falco kind of grabs you at like you know a time you wouldn't expect it? Because I mean, I think if you're if you know it's coming, it's different than if you're less sure, right? 
I mean, if you don't know what's coming, you know you're screwed. I guess that's, I guess yeah. that's really what I could say. But sure. the back throw at least has like lasers, and at the very least, you should be reacting to that. Just hold okay. up on this mistake. You're probably gonna SDI up away. Huh. Okay, fair enough. I was just kind of curious, but uh, yeah. Did you? So so it sounds like it sounds like actually instead of uh, I guess I kind of cut you off a little early, but it sounds like what you're saying is instead of Falco being able to combo harder, his combos are gonna get broken more because Puff's just gonna rest him. Yeah. That's Wow, boo! Who, who, uh, <laughs> he didn't want to call in to hear that. <laughs> you want to hear that Falco's coming yeah. back? <laughs> Don't worry, Falco still beats Puff. <clears throat> Falco still beats Puff. You think why, so? Why, you, why, why, why are you coughing there? Uh, for our for our audio listeners, it almost sounds like you 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 don't think that, and you're trying to console him. No, I do. I do think that. Falco beats Puff, guys. I don't He's think gaslighting that. all Falco. I don't think he thinks that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I love that you have confidence in Puff, but yeah, for the non-throw combos, do you feel like Falco's uh, punish could be pushed further? Just to fully answer that question, it depends on knockdown percents and yeah, etc. It's a very, it's a very complicated, nuanced question. But sure, I, I assume so because this game is pretty infinite. But I, I see a lot of counterplay that I can. Oh yeah. Just to chime in, I think that the thing about Falco is that like. It's his combo game is a little bit harder to quantify, I think, than the other top tiers. And what I mean by that is like, okay, you know, Puff notwithstanding, like the way that the other top tiers kind of push their 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 combo game or have been pushing their combo game is usually pretty straightforward in the sense that it's like, you know, I I think anyone could tell you what a perfect Sheik stock or a perfect Falcon stock looks well, a like. Lot of them, a lot of them want to start with grab, which really exactly. helps. Exactly. A lot of them want to start with grab and then the grab doesn't have these, <laughs> you know, diable lasers. Or, you know that that send you every which way that it turns out is extremely character specific. Falco's yeah. up throw is super character specific with regards to where it sends you at all, and that was something Shy was talking about on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got all this all these hijinks that can sort of happen where, you know, you want to shine them on one side or the other to launch them in a different way, and which 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 in turn is uh, implications on how they should di. Uh, and it's usually a little bit more straightforward with the other top tiers in the game, and so. There's always going to be an aspect of like, you know, I mean, I remember watching those coaching sessions Mango was doing with Scar and Mango was telling Scar like, hey, man, you, you got to start DIing better for these Falco combos because the Falcos should not be comboing you that hard after DIing properly. It should at least turn into like at some point they got to make a little bit of a read. And it's a little bit more do like it's kind of hard, at least for me to really quantify like where that read happens. Um, but I think there's a reason that like. If I had to describe to you like what it looks like when face roll zero to death somebody with Sheik, or when Wizard zero to death somebody with 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 Falcon, or or um, I don't know, Mark Mark Chain grabs on FD, or even the platform follow ups in space, or whatever. It's it's pretty easy to talk about. It's pretty easy to kind of quantify. And then when they drop the combo, it's pretty easy to point out like, ah, okay, this is why he dropped the combo. He was late on his tech chase or something. Falco doesn't get a zero to death on a character. It's it's usually a little bit trickier to talk about. It's complicated, right? And uh, I mean, I remember the stuff you were bringing to to, to Falco's comedy game a couple years ago. People, you know, people. I, I I remember being really impressed with how you use forward air in spots to get a ton of damage. Yeah. Right. You get four hits of the forward air and it does like thirty damage. Like, By the way, it cool. doesn't work now. People can SDI the first hit and you go under Falco or through him, and I, I and was then so you, sad when and that then started. Then you can rest him. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. Yay. It's it's complicated with Falco, and I think a lot of pushing Falco's combo game, it's not like we're seeking to zero to death people all the time. I think it's I think it's a lot of like 
This is a new thing you can do that will trip people up and you'll get like, so there's a lot of like what they call in fighting games like resets where it's like, mm -hmm. it stops kind of being a true combo, but you're maintaining your, your advantage. You're maintaining pressure uh, in this sense. You might hit them in such a way that you're not really going to get a true follow-up on say your, your downer or whatever it is, but um, you're doing it in a way that it's, 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 you're still pushing them towards where you want them to be to to where you kind of keep advantage over them, if that makes sense. And I think that with Falco, you kind of have, I mean, I, I don't think Falco's ever going to be true zero to think puffs if the puffs are playing correctly. But but there, I think in that avenue, you can push the character pretty far. I feel like a perfect Falco combo ends with Firebird for some reason. Like, you know, like, like the shine, like, the, you know, the shine to Firebird. Yeah. I, see, I see that combo like a lot. I'm yeah. like, oh man, that looks like, that looks messed up. Dude, it is that. messed up, but you it never is messed have to up. worry about that, do you? Shine, shine. That's something that's a little shine, a shine. Sure. That's yeah. Cool. On yeah. on certain stages, anyway. Um, yeah, not on Dreamland ever. I've you can hit it on Dreamland, but it's very, very specific. Really? Yeah, I've done it a few times. It's fun. I've... That wow. feels good, by the way. That feels good, by oh, the way. Killing Puff at like eighty four on Dreamland. You don't have to do wow. an edge guard. You're like, Whoa. yeah, that is crazy. So there are, it can happen. I, again, it's not, it's not reliable. You ain't doing that every day, <laughs> but uh, it could happen. So there's there's hope for you, Big Bagel, is what I'm trying to tell you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, all this talking has led me to like one little follow up, yes or no question. Mm. Uh, just do you guys think Falco's grab game is like the worst part of his kit? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, off now, the top, worst thing is, the worst thing about Falco's kit is his tricking mobility. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. like if I if, yeah if I could only pick one thing, it'd be like honestly, I'd pick his jump squat over his dash. Oh, if jump had, squat if too. If he yeah. had one yeah, 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 frame yeah. less jump squat, you could do so much more combo wise, neutral wise, everything. Mm. Even just one frame less. So I his dash really would be less. Like there's actually a little bit of an advantage to the dash being a little bit shorter because it, it makes it easier to reposition more minutely sometimes. So oh, I, I see what you mean. Like it's still like I still wish I had a longer dash in those situations. Memes aside, but but I never I wish love I that had. Part of the <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's based on a true story. You never yeah. wish you had the jump squat. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. wish I had more jump squat. I've never wished that. You you know, dude. Okay, so you know when Ultimate came out and they they universally gave everyone three frames of jump squat. You know some characters like Peach just took off. Because it was yeah. like, well, you took this character's art pretty good, and you gave her Fox a jump squat. So it's like, that's Lid. huge. Lid. If you did that to Melee, you just gave everyone three frames of jump squat, that would be crazy. I mean, be yeah, crazy. Fal Falco shield pressure would be too insane. It would be It would be too good. good. Yeah, it would just be too good. So it is, it is, it's better for the game that it's what it is, but if it was one frame less, God, it'd be so hot. So yeah, I think it's that <laughs> for me personally. I think that's a jump squat, not the grab. But if you if you want like actual moves and not something like that, um, I could say. I mean, his. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess if you want to go just with his moves, yeah, I'd probably say his grabs. But you know, his grabs work. You know, at the very least, like it's not like a Zelda grab, right? <laughs> yeah, not Zelda. That's woo. Let's go, hang. Let's go, not Zelda. Zelda. Not Zelda. Not Zelda. Bar is high. <laughs> you can still shine, grab. Ooh, mm. you can get so much off of it. Uh, That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, so yes or no to you two saying is is grab uh, the worst part of Falco's kit. I guess. I, I, I guess. I like the jump squad answer though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One just give me one frame. Oh, the funny, is, funny thing is the mobility and the jump squad it kind of feeds into the dash in a way especially the yeah well the, the dash one really does because like i think part of the reason his grab game is weak yeah it's the throws themselves they're a little tricky to follow up on sometimes but um but yeah his mobility kind of ties into that dude the amount of like, times i have tried to dash off a platform or off the edge of the stage and jump and i get like all but one of my frames and then I just run off the stage, but I thought I was going to jump. And then I just down air. And I'm just like, the combo would have been so cool. But you just, you silly uh, bird. And that's happened to me so many times. And so I, I just want the one frame, man. But I, I really do think it would change a lot. But again, maybe it would be a problem. I don't really know. But it would be hot. I'd be here for it. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the grab, the grab thing, the grab thing is, I mean, even his grab follows would be better if he had one less frame too. But you know, so it would change everything. But yeah, in terms of like a move, I don't know. It would, like. I think people like Falco's down tilt. I don't, so I don't really know. That could be my backup answer. Oh, you don't? No. It, it gets punished short. on. It, it gets. It can get punished on shield a yeah. lot. It often doesn't shield yeah. stab, and you got to be close to shield stab, and so you can just get grabbed and die instead. You can't really combo into mm-hmm. it, and if you could combo mm-hmm. into it, it's probably better to do something else. Uh, it's like okay. I think Fox's there. down tilt is straight up better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't kill, but I don't like his air to air game. I think he like loses air to air interactions a lot. Falco? Yeah. Like, I could see that. Yeah, against a lot of characters. Like, yeah, it's funny because I, yeah. I think that against Fox, because I'm always thinking of things from a Fox perspective. Fox, I think Falco does pretty decent air to air, especially if he's using like back air or something like that. But yeah. against the other top tiers, for sure. Yeah. Minus laser, like if he, like he, his laser, I think makes up for his like air air game, I guess. But right, yeah. Well, either way, um, that that roughly answers it for us, Big Bagel. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, good question. Yeah, any shout outs? Thank you so much. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, first, uh, shout out to the Santa Cruz Melee community. Um, yeah, that's where I like started playing Melee, and it's really dope guys out there. Heck yeah. Um. Yeah, second shout out to my friend Mitch who showed me Melee like freshman year of college and now I'm like Melee's the dopest game ever. Heck yeah. Um and then shout out lastly to Golden Guardians for hosting dope ass content like this, signing some of the best people. Um yeah, I just really love what they've done for the community and what and I love what all you guys done for community. Also, shout out to Two Shane's shirt. That that's fresh. Damn, looking good. Um but yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, take care. Have a good rest of your day. You too. You too. All right. That was a that was a lovely caller. Hopefully, we saved the Falco Nation now. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. I guess we're ready for our next caller. And we have Cogs. What's up? Where are you calling in from? What's up, y'all? What's How up? How you doing? One sec. I got to mute the stream. Right. Yo, first of all, con- congratulations to Toussaint from all of Capital Region and New York. We're so proud of this guy. Hey. I actually, I destroyed my headphones popping off so hard when he won a summer spot. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I think all I right. saw that on your Twitter, Toussaint. You, uh, I think you retweeted that or something. So yeah, hey, college, college, we went to college together. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. 
so dope. Uh, Cogs, what's your question for us today? Or just wanna you want us to mourn your headphones? <laughs> All right. So this is a question for two Saint, but it also goes for the rest of you too. Okay. Who are the players who have affected your play style or changed your views about the game the most? Ah. I can, okay. I can start. Um, I'm not sure if Tuesday wants to start or you want to think about it a little bit. Yeah, I got to think about it. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, so I think I was influenced quite heavily by uh, M2K and Azen for my Marths. For my Marth, they were my Marths, I think. Um, and then um, I think uh, Dishizwiz and Lamb Chops did a lot for my Falco. I think Zoo and Mango did some. Certainly two, I would say Mango more than Zoo, just because of Mango's longevity. Mm -hmm. um, and those, those are kind of like the early influences. Um, in terms of, I think, someone that like really shaped so much of my views about the game, the, outside of the game so much, it was uh, uh, Drug Fox. He talked to me about so many things. And I mean, I remember in 2014, I had a conversation with him where he had me thinking about... Well, he changed my mind about Marth Sheik. He, he had me thinking about... Um, stages being used for neutral rather than kills and i'd never thought about that before um so yeah i mean um really forward-thinking guy with the game sees a that's lot of really things interesting coming. that you mentioned stages yeah. being used for yeah for neutral i feel like um yeah we did used to kind of obsess over yep we were know, fd's the chain grab stage yeah uh and, and then it's Dreamland's like dreamland's got know, a higher ceiling but yeah, now some people take take puff to Dreamland so they can camper, right? So it's like that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, and the, like the last one for me would be Cactuar. I mean, you know, you guys have seen the doc. He's changed my mind about things in and out of the game quite a big deal. So uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's it for me. So there's a lot of people. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of play style, I haven't. I think Cactuar also influenced that a lot um, through a lot of the work we did. So yeah, that's going to be it for me. So. For me, you uh, you woke in a memory for me actually, PP, uh, talking about uh, Mewtwo mm -hmm. King as your first uh, person because that is like the first person that made me actually change like everything I thought about this game. He showed me yeah. that there's basically like rules to this game. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been like just kind of trying to break them. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's very defiant. You're like, oh, okay, so you think you think this is the way it is? Huh? I'm going to show you there's more to it. Yeah, but I still use his rules though. There, there are some rules you should yeah, abide yeah. by traditionally, sure. at least. Sure, sure. Yeah, I respect that. That's cool, man. Uh, was there was there anyone else or I? Because I kind of cut no, you I off. It. it really, it really is just Mewtwo King, I think, honestly. Wow. So, 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 so no puff influenced your playstyle. Like you weren't like a, that was even my question. Because I thought like uh, maybe you saw Mango's puff and you're like, oh yeah, I want to play like that. But it it doesn't sound like that's the case. I'm just kind of curious. I don't think I really had like a I want to play like that mindset towards any of the fuss is more just like he's good okay can i ask you a question why did you start playing puff because i think for a lot of players they gravitate towards like what attracts them to mm. it either happens it'll happen in one order or the other where they, they pick their character and then they look for footage of obviously good players playing their character so they yeah. can kind of get you know inspiration on stuff to do or what they should be practicing what they should be doing better or yeah. they have a favorite player and then they say hey i'm gonna you know model my whatever yeah is there a reason that you Anyway, go ahead. Oh, so, uh, I mean, so I, like Cogs already knows this. I started off with Zelda, then I went to Fox, and then like I dropped Fox because my best friend made Marf, uh, and I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with this. A story uh, as old as time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
So I picked up Puff literally because Puff. I heard Puff could duck the grab, and that's, <laughs> wow. So that's where that all starts. Oh, Kirby also ducks the grab. Could have been a very different life for you. Okay, so I switched from Zelda because I saw the tier list. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. So right. So mm. from that perspective, he had to have known. Yeah. Mm. Kirby was also pretty bad. So. <laughs> As it turns out. Oh, good answers. Uh, Toph, what about you, man? Uh, I think in the early days, especially Mango, a lot of it, I think Mango had this kind of way of playing. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of spacey players, I think, are enamored by Mango. Sure. And uh, Silent Wolf a lot. Oh, a yeah. lot, a lot. Um, it was to the point, who, who the hell was I playing? I was playing somebody. Somebody good on Slippy. And... Uh, no, this wasn't Slippy. This was Smash Ladder because it was because it was text chat, and then the guy was like, you know, I used a Smurf name back then. And then he was like, all right, GG Silent Wolf. Mm-hmm. I was also playing Axe on stream one time. He was streaming, and I, I was playing really well uh, against Axe, and it was just friendlies. But then he was telling his chat like, I think I'm playing Silent Wolf. I think this is Silent Wolf. That's so cool. apparently, That's I, the multi- yeah, right. So I've been mistaken for more more than once, which is pretty funny. Um, obviously, I mean, I played a lot with him when I was coming up, like I would take the bus to his house for an hour and a half and I'd play with him mm. for like eight hours and then go home. So obviously I drew a lot from his play style. Um, and in particular, I like that he had a very control based play style. And I think yeah. that people used to think of him as like a text kill monster, but I think especially when he started actually getting good and taking like really yeah. big names in tournament, he had a very like yeah controlling kind of play. Style. I love I love the way he played. I think I think it it was so mm-hmm. underrated the way he really approached things. I thought it was really cool. It was it was cool, right? Yeah, I I yeah. I, I, I think I'm still really enamored by that. When I it play was, like other fighters, he had, a, he had a methodical way of doing things, and you know it. I really kind of felt like he almost took like his speed run knowledge, where it's like okay, I'm gonna compartmentalize my actions. I'm going to do yeah. this type of thing if this sort of RNG type thing comes up. And I don't think he saw it so linearly, but I think it played out in that way a lot of times. And then he would be like, okay, here's this punish. And I'm not going to try and overextend, but I'm going to try and get this good position. And then we're going to try and play yeah. the RNG of what comes next. And I thought it, and I, and, but I'm going to do a really good thing, a really cool type of setup that's my own that I lab out, speedrunning type right. of way to approach right. this. And then it's going to, and it can get me a kill. And I thought, I, I just thought like the way he innovated, the way he, thought the way he didn't waste a lot of movement i thought it was all really cool so i, I i'm certainly yeah. glad to highlight him i love that you air quote uh the rng like that because i know i know exactly what you mean there was this uh <laughs> I, I can give you an example of this exact thing you're talking about i remember when he played there was an evo where he beat leffen um and mm. one of the edge guards he did to close out one of the games was he uh so classic recovery situation so leffen's in his up b it's like last talk and he's in his up b off the stage at roughly like a height where he can go up or straight he's at about side platform height right mm. so he could go down to the ledge or he could go up you know a lot of angles he could do and salve does this like really high double jump up and then comes down with the back air that is time to hit the exact horizontal angle and i was and I, it looks kind of funny and then i was talking yeah. to him afterwards um and he was like yeah he was like dude for some reason uh, I've just noticed that when when people are at that height, maybe this isn't true anymore. I think as people got notches and stuff, they started going. I think the recovery meta kind of shifted, but at the time he was saying this 2014-15, you would do this double jump and people would always go horizontal Firefox for some reason. And he's like, so I will just do it as like a I for some reason spaces love to when they see that double jump, 
they think you might either cover high or they think you might fast fall and go to the ledge. So they go horizontal trying to burn you, I guess. And mm. he's just kind of, he'd anecdotally noticed that if you do a back of there, 90% of the time it hits. And yeah, it's not RNG, but it's like a setup and it's, it's not strictly, you know, people kind of pigeonholed him as this very like technical, very by the book, almost the way they talk about hacks money these days kind of player. But I really don't mm. think they're similar players at all. Um, and, and cause yeah, a lot of it either. was this kind of player specific conditioning and this kind it was, That's it was, it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah it kind of reminded me, it kind of reminded me of what you were saying earlier with, with the pounds to kind of make your mm. opponent think a certain thing, you know, it's kind of, you just kind of notice like players in this situation tend to go for this. Um, and you kind of build a little mental model of little moments and matches based off that. Yeah, it was really cool. And he was really good at that. I, I just remembered uh, one uh, one person also that oh. actually influenced me a lot. Oh. Um, it was it's Zane when um, he was like kind of starting out. He was like doing a lot of edge cancels and stuff. Like as Xanadu did. I remember that. I, like, I remember that. Like, that. I was like, that's a thing. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's been a, a big part of my 2017 type of oh. off play style. Yeah, I could see oh, that. Interesting. So you wanted to edge cancel a lot with Puff then upon seeing that? Mm-hmm. Huh. I have like a long uh, routine list actually from 27. I think it's still on Twitter actually. It's like oh, I gotta do all these aerial edge cancels on every single stage. That's cool. I mean, do you, yeah, I didn't see you using any of that, I don't think, in your in your games. I know Zane brings his edge mm-hmm. cancels in for certain shield pressure situations. Have you thought of trying to connect with your 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 younger self who who loved Zane's edge cancels and bring those in a little bit? Oh, I definitely still do them. It's just that, you know, in tournament, you only get to see a set number of games, right? Like, it's sure, not something sure. I can bring out all the time. But okay. uh, I, I like to do, like, uh, especially by the ledge, I could do drill, edge cancel, and then I can get, like, a pound turnaround or something like that. Oh, if I'm on the ledge also. Go, I think I saw you go for stuff like that a little bit. That's yeah. Cool. I remember that. really good on, on the ledge. Like, if you're on the ledge already and you, like, let go of it to re-grab Oh, right, right. Edge cancel, grab again. And, like, that's kind of, like, pretty safe. Like, it's like Loki pretty safe um, the whole time. Yeah. If they approach you, then you just get the dare grab and you get a gimp. So stuff like that. Cool. That's pretty cool. I wanted to, um, I, I also want to round out, by the way, by saying uh, I like that you shout out Drug Fox because I'd say these days I get a lot of inspiration from him because yeah. I've been taking Drug Fox lessons. And uh, yeah, I, I do love talking about the game. I like that he frames things in a very like, just really easy to parse kind of way like it's it's like he almost peels some layers back when i feel like when i talk to him like he's, yeah i mean he, you know we'll talk the, the way we yeah if you understand something really well then you can say it simply so that people understand and he, he clearly does understand yeah. things very well so he can do that yeah totally totally and uh that figure these days for me is drug fox and i i would not say that the other person i want to shout out was necessarily would work things in a really simple manner but the other, the last person I want to shout out was Kirby Kaze, uh, mm-hmm. who, and this is obviously I think you as well from the oh, Smash Bros. Yeah. days. You know, we we talked a lot. I remember I I I would house Kirby Kaze a lot when he came to NorCal. Oh, okay. Uh, I really liked. I think he was he was a little more flowery with the way he talked about the yeah. game than uh than Drug Fox. But I think similarly, just a very smart player. Um, oh yeah, and Absolutely. yeah, yeah, for totally. sure. So uh, how do you feel about the answers there, Cogs? Awesome answers. Awesome answers. And my answer would probably be two same. Um, when, we were wow. playing, when we were playing friendlies and he was camping me out with his back airs, I said, I, I, don't, know, <laughs> so I don't know how to approach you, man. And he said, then don't. And I was like, oh, oh snap. 
Wow, that's that's pretty Rain deep. Blast. Rain yeah, Blast. That is, that is... You know who actually... Okay, wait, I got to shout out one more person. You know who actually has influenced a lot of my opinions on the game in mm. that kind of way is uh, is Laudanus, actually. Who <laughs> is from NorCal, so we're, we're yeah. buds, you know. We, and, and But when he was coming up, you know, we would play a lot. He'd come over, like, at least once a week. Mm. And, yeah, I actually think that the way he talks about fighting games and Melee, it's, like, really... It... He, He's been one of the people that I think is really just down to challenge, like, commonly held assumptions yeah. that people have. Um, and and he's also, in kind of a drug fox way, although usually with a, his own little personal brand of snark, yeah. he, he also kind of simplifies things and makes mm -hmm. it like, you know, what's, what's, a, what's, a really, uh, what's a really good example here? I guess, like... Um, Shoot, I mean, it's not even actually the actually one of the one of the examples I just thought of of things that he made me feel really interesting about was the I remember, um, man, one time we were talking about just like playstyles in melee, and he was telling me like he was like, dude, I think the only we were talking about aggressive playstyles and stuff like this, and he's been one of the people. Okay, so he's been one of the people I think that is really uh, kind of crystallized to me that like. Like, he would be like, dude, what do you mean when you say aggressive? You know, because I think, especially with a lot yeah. of West Coast spaces, they're like, you know, we play yeah. really aggressive, you know, really right. aggressive. And then it's like, are you really playing aggressive or are you just going onto the top platform and then coming down with the laser? And then if you get the laser, you're doing a combo. And if you're right. not, then you, and it's, it, you know, right. So it's like, are you really, and, and we were, and then, you know, and we talk about it and stuff like this. And, 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 uh, it's, it's just been, it's been cool to have something, someone where I, I feel like I can talk about the game and not worry about them having kind of just regurgitating opinions that everyone else is mm. regurgitating. It's cool to have somebody like that. Very refreshing. Yeah, have like right. have someone with a different take that will just be up front. You just bounce it off of for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another, another vote. I have one more is Jay Mook. That guy is the hidden Ooh. bosses of, of hidden bosses, man. We got to get people, that guy. I'm really excited to here. watch more people, people yeah. know about him more now. I'd say he was getting some good results for a little while there. I love Jay Mook's sheet. He's super fun to watch. He's like fun the, to watch. Like the new Swedish delight in terms of like not really playing, but like we're like we have we're like forcing this guy to play because he's so good. And that's kind of like the story. So like Swedish like that. Swedish was I've heard I've heard stories because it's like before my time, right? Like from Kirby. Uh -huh. Like like he's like, oh he's so good at the game, but like he, he doesn't really play. He doesn't even practice really. Yada yada yada. But, yeah, um, you don't know so, why they're so good. Yeah, you don't you don't even know why they're so good. They're just so good. And Jamie is kind of like our era of like the Swedish life. It's like, yo, Jamie, please play the game. You're so good at the game. Please come to these tournaments. He's like, nah, man, I gotta gotta do something else what what's he gotta <laughs> wow. do what could be more important than going to melee tournaments school and he's just a cool guy dude he just uh he's just, he's just popular he's going yeah, he's, he's, popular he's going to the, right, the hottest club yeah wearing the freshest clothes you know <laughs> exactly yeah, was hottest babes out. you know yeah, yeah. he's yeah. doing it big being, Dang, being a chad that's how it is when you're just a chad chic player dude <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what those cheeks will have that, that I'll never have. Yeah, for sure. Damn right. Also uh, chat, dude. <laughs> that's yeah. Talk's also a chat. That's really funny. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for calling in, Cog. Glad we got to have yeah. uh, you on here, supporting your homie, all that good stuff. 
Uh, you got you got any? Uh, I assume you've already done your shoutouts, but you got any more shoutouts for us on your way out here for us today? Shoutouts to GG. Shoutouts to Mister Ordinary, Birdman, and the entire U Albany team. Uh, Sand, Two Saint, Lumble, Pie Plate, and I'll even throw a pig in there. Why not? Well, thank you for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Same to you. Bye. Hey. What a homie. Hey, yeah. I think we got, I think we might actually have one more caller. We did start a little bit late today. Yeah, let's see uh, if we do. So, I'm not sure. Yeah, let's see if we do. Ultimately uh, up to, uh, callers. No, uh no, more no, more callers. no more callers. Okay. We're getting word. No more. We're getting um, word. Yo, thank you to everybody who joined us real quick uh, for this week. If you, I saw a lot of, actually, a lot of really dope questions in the um, submit topics here, but. If y'all, uh, if y'all come back next week and drop some of your, some of your questions, because we will be doing this. Usually we do this Tuesdays. Obviously this week, summit is a thing, so we had to, uh, we had, we had to kick it forward today. But come back next Tuesday if you drop your question in. I think it's very likely. No, no there will not, not next Tuesday. Oh, not next Tuesday. Oh, we're taking a break. Right. Okay, we're so gonna, it's going to be we'll, we'll talk about in a couple yeah, weeks. Like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's a good point. A, a, a variable amount of time. That is variable amount of time. Right. Uh, okay. So speaking of summit. Um, I think we can kind of wrap. I really, but I want to ask to Saint first. We somehow haven't talked to him about it yet. You're going to summit, man. You're, you did some crazy stuff, and you're going. And it's it's a wild time. You're go. You've been before. You're going again. Uh, this time you said heck of voting stage. I'm gonna qualify. So you clearly leveled up. I think a good bit. Um, what are you hoping to do there? What do you want your summit experience to be like going back into it? I want to meet Zane. That's actually my main focus. Actually. Wow. Wait, what did you say? Uh, I want to meet Zane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, do you, what's your, pl uh, well, I guess you don't have to go into what's detail, but what's your plan <laughs> for that? Um, it seems oh. like he's not bad. <laughs> no plan. All heart. So yeah. I wish I could show you my screen, but I literally have a folder of all 500 games we've ever played. Um, and friendly. I've, uh, I've mom like, Episode two hundred and fifty-six around. Um, been watching all our games since the beginning uh -huh. of time, trying to see you know everything I could do to get better. And honestly, I, I love the morph matchup. That's just like my favorite thing to lab out. So if there's anything I could do at Summit to like prove how good I am, I and think also you would, would do something it. about you Puff. Do, yeah. You would you would prove things about Puff if you know you're able to do that, right? Because I mean. Um, Zane hasn't lost a puff in quite a while now. Uh, so it would be, it would be very cool if you're able, you're able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wish you, I wish you luck in your, your, um, your binge watch anime journey of the games. Uh, hope you have fun with that. Um, do you, so it seems like you feel like you're excited for it. You're and everything like that. When is the last time you played Zane? Uh, I think like last month or something like that. Okay. Oh, you mean like a tournament? Tourney? Tourney, tourney or but I, I was asking for both, but sure, let's go with tourney now. We played once and we I got we got a really funny clip, you know, Zane. Okay, I'm not gonna actually bring it up because <laughs> I want you guys to go watch it, but <laughs> it's a funny clip. But anyway, I got three would but hey. But well, hey. I mean you can get three would but it, you know, were the games close? Did you have they're pretty close. They're pretty they're pretty close except one of them. But that was twenty eighteen, and I'd say okay. Like, wow, I was not that good. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, right? I mean, your yeah, your results have climbed a lot since that time. I mean, especially in the past 
year, but I mean, especially, especially in the past six months. I will say, actually, I think I'm now so confident because I took, I know friendlies don't matter, but hey, a friendly set, I took one for the first time. I still have yet to take a friendly set off Cody. And that's like, uh, yeah. So like taking a friendly set off Zane uh, was like kind of huge to me. That's like, a confidence booster for sure. Yeah, sure. it's a big confidence booster. Definitely. But like, I know he plays completely different. Like I've, yeah, I've experienced it firsthand. He just does it. He does. But yeah. I also do. So okay. I think that's a, that's something that's going to be very interesting to see if I get cool. to play him. Cool. So, so you, you've got no mafia plans, no basketball plans. You don't really care about your placing. You just want, you, you don't care about beating anyone else. You said, get me in a pool at some point with the man Zane, the red Marth, and I want to give him everything I've got. That's your only goal. Yeah. Wow. I want to meet him on the mountain. That's sick. Yeah. That's, that's hype. Um, well, I, I guess I thought that was gonna be more we we're gonna dig into there on that, but I also kind of I kind of love that. I mean, how about and how interesting too is it that that you got in with a win on a Marth uh, to get in there to have the chance to play Zane? Interesting. A huh? very good Marth. Very good Marth. Yeah. So um, really, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what that's like. I mean, you're preparing a lot for it. Um, well, I guess you know. We, we also could, I will beat Zane at Summit too, Saint. That's for the audio listeners. That's what we have on screen right now. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Toph, you got anything else for him? Because that's that's it for me. I think uh, I was really curious, but I mean, he's, this man, this man's hungry. I, I, I almost feel like, I feel intimidated to keep him away from his Zane VODs now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to say, hey, I'll see you there, man. I'm, I'm flying out tomorrow and uh, looking to have a good time watching you play. Very one exciting. thing, one thing I do want to do actually, I want to play, I want to play you in Guilty Gear. <laughs> well, I'm gonna bring my PlayStation Four actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, totally oh, yeah please. I really want to make sure they have a setup. Got my stick right here. Oh, let's go. You're gonna bring your stick. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm gonna bring my, yeah, I'm gonna bring my setup. So should be. I wish you did an event with that actually instead of like, what, what is it? It's like USA. I don't know, like Olympic. I don't know what they're doing. Some kind of side of them. Mm. Oh, Olympic! Uh, oh, yeah, doubles? Olympic doubles. Well, yeah, we, Olympic doubles. We can run. We could run a side bracket. And who's going to stop us? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we could just run a side bracket. Let's do it. Run it. I don't know if they're going to put it on screen, but I mean, we could stream it. We don't. It has to be on stream. Heck yeah! Yeah. yeah. All, all right. Pride. All pride. I wish Leffen right. was there now. I'm trying to get a shot at Leffen. <laughs> I'm so tired. I never got to play Leffen in Grand Blue. I think I could have. I don't know if I would have beaten him, but I think I could have made him salty. <laughs> <laughs> Left no, is having is. more and more reasons to come to the U.S. Now. That's right. That's right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to whet his appetite. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, speaking of things that might interest people, uh, I want to thank everyone again for coming out today, and but also for watching all of Golden Guardian Season One. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, this is going to be the last week of content for the season. Once again, if you are just listening now, uh, we'll be back right. uh, after a short break. Uh, indeterminate amount of time. Not too long, but a little bit. And then we're going to try and make things even better for you all. And uh, so very glad that uh, everyone called in today. Very glad Toast been hosting this with me for a little while. It's been great mm -hmm. working with you, man. And Toussaint, thank you so much for coming on. It's, it was a lot of fun to get to know you better. And uh, congratulations on your wins and getting into Summit. 
Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so Looking much for having me on. Glad to have you. Looking forward to watching you as well. All right. That's well, right. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Radio Melee. We will see you after a short break. Take care.